Have you ever felt like you're saying all the right words, doing all the right things and using all the right tools, but something is stopping you from breakthrough with your ideal clients or your kids or any other important relationship you have? Today, I'm going to shoot straight with you and I'm going to give you three things that have stopped me and are probably holding you back too. I'm Jeremy Nix, a former hostage negotiator turned business builder, and you're listening to the Negotiate Your Life podcast. Each week, we answer the questions that we face as we negotiate the twists, the turns, and the roadblocks on our path to success. Let's jump in. So when I was 19 years old, I was given the opportunity to begin speaking in schools, and then I spoke for different associations like the Cancer Survivors Association and then camps. I even spoke for some big events for pretty large corporate sponsors. As a matter of fact, spoke to over 30,000 young people in one year from the time I was 19 to the time I was 20. And it, it was amazing. I loved it. There was, I had no idea what I was doing, but I was having a blast doing it. And there was such a great response that each time I spoke, it would open the door for me to speak at something else. And so I thought, I got to get good at this. I got to, I got to learn how to actually speak. What, how do you put together a talk? What do you say at the beginning? What do you say in the middle? What do you say at the end? And so I began to study communications and how to put together the right speeches and how to just formulate the perfect talk. And I got pretty good at it. Some of you are really good at what you do. You're really good at knowing exactly like why your product is so great. You really have studied what it means to be a good parent or you've read all the books on relationships and you have great ideas on what makes a great relationship. Whatever area of your life that you're negotiating right now, there's a good chance you've tried to get advice to learn how to do it well and you might be very good at it. Someone I really love, Steve Larson, he says, I want you to understand something. Being good does not equal getting paid. You can be really good at something and not be the most paid at something. And and I've thought about that a lot. And it's been recently that I realized what he was talking about because good doesn't get it done. Now you're probably going, hold on. Do I have to be great at it? Do I have to be amazing? No, I want you to hone your skills. You need to hone your skills. Whatever area you're in, you need to hone them. But I want to tell you what happened to me as I got good. So as I became better and better at those skills of speaking, the tools to creating the perfect talk, something happened. So at the end of every talk, I would go to the back of the room to meet the different people that were in the audience and just share stories and just begin to listen to them and and hear what they took away, give them an opportunity to ask me questions. And so I was getting better. I started to really understand the power of an attention-grabbing introduction. I learned how to tell people what I was going to tell them and then tell them. And then I would tell them what I told them and giving them strong takeaways. I learned the power of the effective pause. I learned when to add humor, when to take and just give a poignant moment, how to give really clear points. I learned all the things, even how to take steps at the right places, which direction I should walk on a stage, when I should pause, when I should stand by my podium. I learned it all. And the better I got at giving the speech, the better I looked as I gave it, the funnier my talk was, the more, the more times I could bring tears to the eyes. What I started to notice is it threw me off. I was still getting asked to speak and actually I was getting asked to speak at bigger and bigger events, but the people at the end of the talk, fewer and fewer of them were meeting with me at the back of the room. They were laughing when I was at the front of the room but they weren't coming to talk to me at the back of the room. And I began to ask some questions like, what's going on here? What is happening? 
And maybe you can relate to that in whatever situation you're in right now. So you've got this amazing product. You know everything there is about it. You know the ideal customer that you want to use this product. You know that the, th- the thing that is that they're running away from, they're like, I don't want to have this. And you're like, I can help you not have that. Or you know their desired outcome. You know exactly what they're running to. And you're like, I can get you what you're running to. You know everything about your customer. You know everything about your product. You know all the things and you're really good at it. And you're wondering, why aren't people listening to me? You're maybe on social media and you're, you're, you're doing all the content things you've been taught. You're putting out the right post and, and you're, you're putting in the greatest content in the world and you know who it is you want to reach and influence with your content and you're going, why aren't more people following me? You have an amazing vision. You have a great dream and you, you, have, you just need a team around you and you've got this great vision and you're sharing your vision with everybody and you're telling them all about what you want to create and you're wondering, why aren't more people helping me? And I was at the back of the room asking, why are more people connecting with me? If you're asking any of those questions right now because you're just on the verge of major breakthrough in any area, but you're wondering why aren't they doing this with me? I'm going to give you the honest, hard facts of what I had to deal with myself. There's a real problem with all four of those questions. And that problem is simply self-centeredness. Me is found in every single one of those questions. The, probably the worst question I could have asked is, why aren't people connecting with me? What I should have asked is, what do I need to do to connect with others? Self-centered people, self-centeredness in whatever area of life we are pursuing, self-centeredness causes us to miss incredible opportunities in life because we're failing to connect. When we are focused on me, we never connect. Think about it. How often do you want to focus on the person who's all about themselves? How often do you want to focus on the person who's all about themselves? How often do you really want to sit and talk to or connect with the person who's all about themselves? We don't. Here's what, here's what really good leaders, here's what great visionaries, here's what strong communicators really understand. They see themselves as guides and they focus on helping other people experience growth, learn, and have breakthrough. It's never about them. It's never about them. Zig Ziglar said it. I mean, we've all heard it a million times. Why we don't apply it more, I don't understand, but I was the same way. If you first help people get what they want, they will help you get what you want. That is so counterintuitive to everything. We have a great vision. Just join my team. Let's do this thing. We've got an amazing product or service. Here, you just need to sign up. You just need to sign up. Let's do this. I gave you a free, I gave you a freemium. Why aren't you joining the rest of me? We've got a great talk. Why aren't you in the back of the room telling me how funny and how amazing I was? Why aren't you telling me how this changed your life? We have really, we have big things for our kids and we get frustrated when they don't listen to us. Why won't you just do what I say? Now, I'm a big person on discipline. I'm all about my, I teach my kids, listen on the first time. So I'm not saying you shouldn't teach them those things. I'm just saying the focus can't be because you want them to do what you want. The reason I want my kids to listen on the first time is because as a man of faith, I know that God is going to ask them to do something at at some point that will be really important for them. So I want them to listen to him on the first time. But do you see how that's not about me? That's about them. Good leaders make it about others. 
good leaders get over themselves. Connecting is never about me. It's about the person whom I'm communicating to. It's not about how much can I make you laugh with a funny story. It's about how much can I help you see yourself in the story so that you can believe in what's possible for you. It's not about how great I can demonstrate my product or my service. It's about how that product or service is going to change your life. It's not about you getting more people to follow you, but about adding so much value to other people. So what is it? What is keeping us from getting over ourselves? Why are we so self-centered? Why can we not just take Zig Ziglar's advice and just help people get what they want? It is so counterintuitive, right? It's so difficult. So I want to tell you the reasons that most people don't connect as it relates to focusing on, on others. And these are my, these are my reasons. These are the things that was happening in my life. So the first one is immaturity. It's immaturity. Think about the littlest of children, the most immature. Babies and toddlers are immature. And what do they care about? Themselves. They cry when they need to eat. They want you to hear them. They cry when they want you to change them. And they cry when you take away their toys. They want it. They don't want to share. They want it to be about them. It is about them. They don't care if I'm in a movie. They're going to cry. They don't care if I'm on an airplane. They're going to cry. It is not about me. It is about them. Immaturity breeds self-centered focus. It does. I was very immature. Those talks became about me. They became about me and I was immature. I needed to grow. If you are struggling with seeing others first and seeing the value in them first, you may need to grow personally. The second thing, the second thing, and this one was a big one for me, is ego. Ego. You have no idea the ego that I was battling with. As a matter of fact, I've been battling with that most of my life is ego. Ego asks the question, how do you see me? How do you see me? So many of us in whatever regard, whether it's parenting or business, we have massive ego involved. When our kids misbehave, are we disappointed because it's affecting their future? Are we disappointed because it's not safe for them? Or are we disappointed because we look like bad parents? Man, I saw ego show up really big in my life um, when I was on a reality show, which is a whole nother talk, but I was on a reality show and I did everything I could to prevent myself from being taken by these producers because I've seen reality shows and I know what it's like. They want to stir up drama. So I guarded myself. Ego is about guarding yourself. It's about putting up walls. I'm not going to make it about them. They can come to me. And I was like that on this show. I put up walls to protect myself. And I had a moment where I slipped and they got me. That's what I thought in my mind. They got me. And I had this vulnerable moment where the wall came down and I was actually embarrassed after the taping was done. I went over to the producer that night after we finished, finished taping for the show. And I asked her, I said, did I just make a fool of myself? And I'll never forget what she said. She looked at me and she said, oh, Jeremy, I am so grateful for that moment. Because up until that point, we just weren't connecting to you. We weren't sure what we were going to use. We didn't know if we'd have any footage because you just had this wall up and we couldn't connect. And in that moment, we saw you. And because we saw you, we were connected to you. And you spoke to our audience. I am so excited that that happened. If your ego is getting in the way, you'll know it because you're not connecting the way you should. Check your ego at the door. Before you have the next conversation, check your ego. Ability to the table and watch how people begin to connect with you. And this one's a tough one. You got to be honest with yourself. 
the failure to value everyone. The failure to value everyone. Do you truly value every single person? Or do you only value the ones who are doing for you what you want them to do? When you share your vision and someone doesn't immediately buy in, do you just move on to the next or do you maintain relationship? When you share your product or service and they're not quite ready to commit, do you just move on or do you stay in the relationship? Do you truly value everyone? Because in order to add value to others, you must first value others. If you're struggling to really connect, I would ask the question, do you really value everyone or are you only valuing those who have value for your pocket or value for your ego or value, they make you feel better? They do what you want or do you truly just value people? That's what Zig Ziglar was talking about, valuing everyone, adding value to anyone. Who in your life right now Do you have a challenge seeing them as having value? Maybe it's a team member. Maybe it's a potential customer or client. Maybe it's a current customer or client. Maybe it's actually a family member or relationship you have. I'm telling you, if you can learn to find the value in anyone, you will begin to connect like never before. And you'll be connecting with them long before they buy your product or service. They'll be connecting long before they become a customer. And long after they are a customer, you'll stay connected. And they will send you referrals. They will, they will invite people to know you. Even the ones who don't become your customer or your client, they're going to they're gonna send people your way because they're like, oh man, this guy, he values others. There's three questions that, that everybody's asking. If you want to connect with them, and in order to do this, this has to be about others. Number one, they're saying, do you care for me? Do, is there a mutual concern? Are you truly concerned about me? Are you truly concerned about them, or do you just want that next sale? Are you truly concerned, or you just want them to do what you tell them to do because they're your kids, you brought them into this world, and you could take them out? Are you truly concerned? Do you care about me? Whenever you can help people understand that you genuinely care about them, you are opening the door to real connection, to real communication, to real interaction. Number two, people want to know, can you help me? That's a question we got to ask. And then can I trust you? How many people have you connected with because they trust you? I said this earlier, for those of you guys who are in the business world, you're going to find that as you begin to really connect and build that trust factor with people, when you really care for people, when you really want to just help people and, you, and they start to see that there's real concern, they may, they may fit that ideal customer mold, but they end up not being ready ever to use your service. But you know what will happen when they trust you? They're going to send the people they care about to you and your business will grow. I have people that have never joined me on my mission. They've never joined me, but they have sent people my way. I was just on a podcast recently and I just love this person and I just wanted to add value. I told her, I said, I just want to add value to your community. Community. Do you know that she has sent 15 people my way? 15 people, not her, 15 people because she knows she can trust me with her community. Do you care about me? Can you help me? And can I trust you? So here's what I want to leave you with. I want you to spend some time trying to think from other people's perspective and explore what would be important to them. If I were sitting in the audience, if I were on the other side of that message, if I were listening to this sales pitch, what would my perspective be? What would be important to me? You will be more and more able to connect with people if you're willing to get off your own agenda, set down your immaturity and grow, set down your ego and be humble. 
Begin valuing others because of who they are, not because of what they can do for you. That way you'll value everyone and see the good in everyone. And if you begin to think about others and try and understand who they are and what they want, and then if you will be so committed to getting them what they want, I'm telling you right now, you will connect with 10 times more people. Your business will boom. Your family will be transformed. Your relationships will be better because you will be focused on them. And when you are focused on others, that's when real connection happens. This is Jeremy. You've been listening to the Negotiate Your Life podcast. We're here every single week. If you enjoyed the show today, I want you to do me a favor, click a review, hit that five-star button, and invite some friends to listen. 